As Australia falls behind the rest of the world in the race to get vaccinated, young people have watched on in frustration from the back of the vaccine queue. But most of us are itching to roll up our sleeves and do our bit to get the world moving again. That's according to Leah Roberts, who interviewed a bunch of 18 to 29 year olds for Coronavax. Overwhelmingly, people really wanted the vaccine and there were many different motivating reasons. However, the main ones were for them to protect themselves and others. For life, and the main one was for life to go back to normal, to a pre-COVID normal, and obviously for travel to reopen again. For Australian-born participants, that was because they really wanted to go on an overseas holiday. For our overseas-born participants, it was to go home and see their families. And now, according to Scott Morrison, they can. Well, if they wish to go and speak to their, job, their, their doctor and have access to the AstraZeneca vaccine, they can do so. University of Melbourne student Donna Burrows says that if she was offered the vaccine, she would probably get it. I think I would. Um, I, I have preferences. I, I lean towards the Pfizer um, just because there's, I haven't heard anything about um, unforeseen health risks with that. But given how like low the risks are with AstraZeneca anyway, I would probably get it either way. Leah Roberts says most young people weren't too worried about what vaccine they got. The vast majority weren't. They were happy to get any vaccine they were offered to them. There were some more concerns about AstraZeneca, but more so it was, I would still get AstraZeneca, but they wouldn't go out of their way to have it. But overall, yes, there was a shift in confidence for AstraZeneca, but not over, not overall, there was a huge shift. In April, following concerns about rare blood clots caused by the AstraZeneca jab, the group of vaccine experts advising the government recommended that Pfizer be the dose of choice for people under 50. But Leah says the way the government announced the recommendation caused a lot of confusion and even fear. For many of the people, they didn't actually hear about the announcement from the government. They heard about it from people in their lives or from media, and they felt that the communication about the change was lacking, there was confusion about it, and there was there was some confusion about that. And one participant was very interesting, mentioned the timing of the announcement. The late night press conference in April actually gave more concern because they associated late night press conferences with really bad news, lockdowns, closures. Donna agrees that the government's communication about the vaccine rollout has left a lot to be desired. I, I do feel like Australia is lacking behind though. Like it's it, particularly with like communications, um, obviously supply is one issue, but the lack of any coordinated government campaign to encourage vaccine update or to just dispel myths about like vaccinations is is quite concerning. Like all the, all the news that I've seen about why people shouldn't be worried about AstraZeneca, I've sort of had to seek that out on my own. And for students stuck overseas, Australia's slow vaccine rollout means missing out on the full university experience. It's just the dreaded thought, you know, of finishing your degree completely online. Tunjang Fung flew home to Malaysia when the pandemic hit and hasn't been back to Melbourne since. He says studying online has really affected his grades. I've actually... Uh, applied for a reduced study load, you know, because the situation of studying online outside Australia, it was getting the better of me. Dr. Diego Silva is a lecturer in bioethics at the University of Sydney. He says the government should really think about the role young people can play in accelerating the rollout. We should still keep to the priority list, but I think we need to seriously consider opening it up to other individuals beyond just those in the priority list if there are spots that aren't being taken. 
So maybe you have a, a queue, you know, after 3 p.m. at a vaccination hub that anybody under 40, regardless of, of priority, can go and they can line up and, you know, they can get the vaccine uh, at that point. He says that overall, we're still in a better position than many other countries in the world. In a weird way, we're in a privileged position that we have so many vaccines that came out at our disposal within a year. So we have an embarrassment of riches, especially those of us who are lucky enough to live in a country like Australia. It's a very different situation if you live in a low and middle income country. So the AstraZeneca vaccine is still a very good vaccine, um, but there is an additional risk associated to it, however minor it is. So that's a decision that the individual has to, you know, the individual who's listening has to take, you know, upon him or herself. And young people do have one big reason to get vaccinated. Selfishly, it's going to be your ticket out of Australia. So if you don't get the vaccine, you're going to be stuck in Australia for a long, long time. So if you want to travel, which I know uh, Australians love to travel, um, get that vaccine.